This is Neon Radio, episode 176 with Nick Onkin. Welcome to Neon Radio. I'm your host, Nick Onkin, fashion and lifestyle photographer for today's top brands, performers, and game changers. On this podcast, we explore the body, mind, and soul of the creative entrepreneur, bringing you inspiring guests to help take your creativity, business, and life to the next level. Alrighty, 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 everyone. You know, I'm kind of enjoying these little solo podcasts. It's good practice for me. So we're going to drop into another episode of Neon Radio. I'm your host, Nick Onkin. And yeah, I'm working on a lot of things these days. And one of these things is practicing using my voice. I'm actually taking voice lessons in a completely different way. I think it's really about practicing how to speak. This goes into my photography. My photography mentor, Chunky, uh, was saying how I need to be moving my mouth as fast as I'm clicking the shutter. And I think it's, you know, photography is so much of, of an energy exchange that also comes from you as a photographer, me as a photographer, giving my energy to the subject and to the talent. And I think it's highly important. But that's what's been going on recently, but I want to kind of talk about the idea of, I say this every week, right? At the end of every episode, I say, create your life by creating every small moment. And I think this is how I've created my life. And I want to kind of tell you guys a little bit of my story and my background and how I got to where I am today. And that actually came through creating my life, creating this, my life in color, all the things that you see here, traveling the world, the photographing celebrities and big ad campaigns and amazing entrepreneurs. This all came through creating moments 15 years ago. I was, my first career was a graphic designer. That's what I went to school for. And I always wanted to do, I always loved art. I loved doing I did AP art in high school, so I had to create a portfolio of different disciplines. It was sculpture and pottery, it was drawing and painting, it was photography, it was desktop publishing is what they had back then, and that's what piqued my interest in graphic design was the combination of art and technology. And this is on the forefront of when computers were just getting good enough that were, were the transition from graphic arts back in the day was moving into the digital world of computers. So I chose to, I, I really enjoyed that. And so I decided to go to school for graphic design. Throughout that, I took a, a class in high school and, and college for photography, black and white film photography developed in the developing room, all that stuff. I never really even thought about photography. I didn't even know. The thought of doing it as a career never even crossed my mind. It was just something. It was part of the program that I took. And then I had, I had a film camera, and I would shoot here and there for fun, but never even thought about it. I was on the track for graphic design. And right around that time, I read the book, The 4-Hour Workweek, by Tim Ferriss. And I'm sure you've probably heard of it. If you haven't, it's a game changer book. It was, it was really, that book was really on the idea of designing your life and uh, the way that you want it to be. And that, that book had a tremendous impact on the way that I created my life and created the lifestyle that I live now, 
after I read that book. And, you know, how I live my life is completely different than what he talks about in the book, but the whole concept, the whole lens of being the director of your life, being the designer of your life, and designing the life that you want. And that takes starting small. That takes starting from the beginning and making all the little decisions that it takes to get to this space because it takes years. And I think people... People think, people now, especially the youngins out there, the millennials and Gen Z, everybody, everybody wants everything yesterday. Everybody wants instant fame. And, and the truth of the matter is, if you talk to anybody, you look at Gary Vee, you look at all these guys that people look up to, and we've all been doing this for 10, 15 years to get to where we're at. And that's just kind of the nature of the beast. There are, you know, there's a lot of people that, that, have become insta-famous, but just for what? Like, they don't have a craft. They're just, like, insta-famous. And I think if you really want to live a lifestyle of creativity, it takes a lot of work, takes a lot of practice, takes a lot of discipline. And you have to start create by choosing to create those moments early, early on, and keep creating, keep choosing to create those moments along the way. And I think creating, you know, what's the, what does it mean to create a moment? It means to choose within the moment to be in a creative state. And for me, that's creating moments of uh, whatever moments those are, moments of connection with people, moments of actually making things, creating moments of healing, creating moments of, it's a proactive mindset in, in my eyes. And I think when you have a proactive mindset, it takes a lot of discipline. I mean, I think there's, you know, it's a good 80% of the negative thoughts in the negative world that keep you from the actual space of taking action to create. And I think when you're in that space, you begin to start to create your life. And you can dream up what you want in life. You dream up how the life that you want, whether it's family, kids, relationships, travel, creativity, sports, whatever it is. I mean, you can, you can, I believe that you can create the life that you want and you got to start at the beginning and you got to start small and you've got to start by taking that first step. Everything's baby steps. And the more you do something every day towards your bigger goal, your bigger dream of life, that's where you create the life that you want. A lot of people, I talk to a lot of coaches, and this is an exercise that you can do, is sit down and write out like what your dream day looks like. What does it look like to wake up and, and be like in your dream, in your dream day? Is that, you know, waking up to the, the love of your life? Is that waking up every day and, and being able to create and, and do your art and Whatever that looks like, I think you know everyone has a different point of view of that. I think you create your dream day and then you break that down of how to get there because we all need finances. We all need to create, we all need to create a scope of what it takes. We all have different variables and we all have a certain amount of time. So it's balancing your time, it's, it's making more money for your time, but that also takes strategy and getting to a space where you're you can you can get a job. I, I took a job um, the beginning days of of my career. Actually, all of my my jobs. Here we go. Here is here's some story. One of my first jobs was selling knives. This is my first job out of college. 
selling Cutco knives. And funny enough for me, I hated going door to door or it was somewhat door to door. You'd call people, set up appointments and get your way into their house, do a demo with these kitchen knives and sell them. But I think for me, what I loved about it is A, I had the freedom of schedule. B, it was incentivized. So the more I worked, the more I sold, the more money I made. And if I did that efficiently, I can do that with less time. So less time, but flexible time, which gave me the opportunity to go to school. And then when I did graphic design, I was freelance, so I could craft my own schedule, do, do what I want. Actually, one of my first jobs was designing book covers for a, a, a publishing company. And then I went freelance. But I also, in the meantime, because I was sitting in a dungeon in my, my tiny, tiny little basement apartment in Seattle, when I was starting out, I was poor. I wasn't making any money. I would make a, a pot of spaghetti and eat that for the week so that I could save my money. I call those the, well, the ramen days, the spaghetti days, whatever you want to call it. And then I ended up getting a job like a couple days a week working for, working at a restaurant. The Ye Old Spaghetti Factory, if you've heard of it. And for me, like working at a restaurant, A, was a, a way to socialize since I was all by myself all day, all the time. And, and I was able to work a couple days, but the harder I work and the more tips I made, I made more money versus say working at say like Starbucks where you get paid one one hourly rate and that's it. You know, I think the mindset for me was always how can I make more money in less time? And as I've gotten through my career, that's expanded and expanded. So my value now is higher, higher, higher money, but that's also because I've developed my craft and I've developed the demand. I've developed the uh a space where I can charge more. And that's just grown with me throughout my whole career. So utilizing that philosophy, and I've gone back, if you go back, that's given me the time to create the art that I wanted to create. It's also, I've you know created a lifestyle of travel. And for me, that took the mindset. For me, the first big travel thing I did was splitting the, I, I created a, a photo library for a nonprofit organization out in Africa. And that took me taking a risk to jump out and pitch them the idea. I had no idea what I was doing. I was a graphic designer at this point, and I wanted to travel, and I wanted to see another country, but I kind of wanted somebody else to pay for it. And so I was like, well, what could I do to create this situation? So I pitched this nonprofit. They said yes, and it was really going to Africa. I went to Zimbabwe, Uganda, Kenya, and Burundi, and created a photo library for uh, this organization. It was really just people and places to kind of show the context, and that was my first foyer into like travel photography. And it was beautiful. It was a, it was a beautiful moment. I figured it out, and sometimes you just gotta like, you know, jump and weave the parachute on the way down and figure it as, as you go. And, and that's kind of what I'm talking about, creating those moments, creating those small moments, those, those moments where you're almost on a ledge and you're like, okay, should I do this? This is out of my comfort zone, but you know, I think for me it's also been a mantra, right? Of, okay, well, fuck it, create your moments and go out and jump off that ledge, take that risk and make something. And, and a lot of times what's on the other side of that risk is beauty. You, you create things that you never thought that you could create before. And for me, taking that risk catapulted me in, into my career of photography. It's what opened my eyes to the developing world and 
it shifted my perspective that I see the rest of the, like my whole life. It's shifted the perspective, but it also opened my eyes to becoming a photographer for an actual living and uh, as a career. I didn't even know it was a career, but it opened my eyes. I was like, people will pay me to travel around the world and take photos. This is amazing. So shortly thereafter, I got back from this trip. I connected with another photographer to do website updates for him. And eventually I just started asking him questions and really, really got more into it. And he opened my eyes to the world of actually commercial photography and all these things. And that's when I decided that I wanted to become a commercial photographer. So then what? Then I had to start working backwards. I saw the vision. I created this perfect day. I wanted to be shooting big campaigns for big brands. And it took me years to get there. But like I saw it, I created that vision. And then I broke it down in reverse and said, how can I get there? What sacrifices do I have to make? Which moments do I have to create? Which, you know, what is it? So I had to create a portfolio to be able to sell myself and then all these things and what does that take? What does creating a portfolio take? Well, I have to start breaking down imagery and, and really finding a category that I wanted to and that's how I developed the lifestyle. I really loved lifestyle photography. So I started breaking down imagery. I started looking at other photographers' work. I started breaking all of that down and creating it for myself. And if you want to get a job in photography, you have to be able to show that you can do that. So. And you have to get up to that level and that takes a lot of practice. So for me, I just started shooting my friends and then I started shooting models and I started crafting lifestyle scenarios out of those, with those models and creating images that looked like they were in advertising. And eventually it grew and grew and somebody called me, I did a, do a job for Nike and, and on and on and on. So all this to say, and I'll go and I'll, I'll probably talk about my later journey in another episode, but uh, I wanted to go back and, and kind of recap all of this, create your life by creating every small moment. And for me, that really started at the beginning. It started with the idea of designing my life and then breaking down what it takes to do that. And I would say, you know, that's what I've learned throughout the journey. And if you guys can, if you, if you want to create a life as a, as a full-time creative, that's what it takes. It really takes the discipline it takes the drive and the why and why you want to do this. Like you have to love it because this is not an easy career, guys. Making a living as an artist is not easy. It's amazing and it's fulfilling and I would never trade it. However, there's a lot of ups, there's a lot of downs, there's a lot of, I think, being able to detach yourself from your actual art as a human being because you know your art is not, you are not your art, but you are your art. Your creative output is your product and your and your craft but you are not that and that's something i had to learn throughout the journey because i felt like i really identified with that but i think you know creating from the beginning and you know this goes into every moment of your life whether it's not just creativity but creating moments of intimacy and relationships creating moments of abundance and creating moments of of joy and, and of, of experience and, and whatever moment, whatever you want to experience, you can create that. You just have to intentionally create the space. And I think intention is the big, big piece here, creating intention of what you want to do, but also allowing yourself the space for magic to happen. And I think, you know, the word magic can be so airy fairy, but I think in my own life, you know, especially through 
for me, create your moments came from the way that I, when I shoot photography, I create the elements around it. I create the space for moments to happen. But in the moment, in that space of shooting, I capture the magic that happens in between. And I think that's the same way I live my life is creating with intention. You see here, I curate the space. I curate what I, I curate the life. I curate things that I want, but I also leave space for magic to happen. And I think that's the most important thing. And when that magic happens, that's the synchronicity. That's the, that's the beauty of life. And I think being open to that is such a beautiful thing. So yeah, I, I hope that, that shed some light into my story, how I see my life. This is the lens that I view my life. And uh, I hope that you can take something from that. So uh, with that, check this out. We're at episode 176. So if you want to see the show notes, anything that we talked about, go to neonradio.com slash EP176. And you can go over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe or wherever you subscribe. Unfortunately, we're not on Spotify because of like music stuff and, and, and all that. It's, it's kind of hard to get on there. But however, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, if you want to leave us a good review over on Apple Podcasts, I would love it. It would help us to get this spread all over the place or even higher in the rankings. So also you can go take the Neon Life quiz. That's at uh, neonlife.com slash quiz. We'll serve you. There's a 10-question quiz. You can open, ask an open-ended question on there, and I, sometimes I try to answer those on the podcast or on my Instagram stories to help you guys out. So you can also follow me over at, at Nick Onkin on Instagram. I post a lot of my life, my thoughts, behind the scenes stuff of the stuff that I'm working on. You can see these hats. I, I've been posting a lot of process in the process of making the hats, uh, which has been another creative endeavor of mine. And also follow the Neon Life Instagram, and that's N-I-O-N-L-I-F-E on Instagram. So with that, you know what time it is that we just talked about. It's time to go out and create your life by creating every small moment, and we'll see you next time.